Right, what's up guys welcome to this episode of the g team podcast the g team is a group of young people dedicated to providing people with the knowledge to make the most of their life sharing practical ways to maximize productivity and offering support to those who need it to create a more fulfilled life my name is peter and i'm olu and we're your hosts for this podcast thanks for tuning in and i hope you enjoy listening welcome to another episode of the g team podcast I'm joined by Peter and Shruti. You know what, Shruti, a good friend of both of us. Do you want to just give a quick introduction to yourself? Of course, thank you. Hello, my name is Shruti and I'm a fourth year economic student and I'm very excited to be here with you guys. Thank you. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure as always. So today we're going to be talking a little bit about bucket lists. We're going to be talking about, you know, goals in general, goals at large. The key question today is that what's the number one thing on your bucket list? So, Shruti, we had a little think about this. Like, what, what, what would you say is up there? What are, the, what are the big goals? Okay, as a whole, I think my number one would be to be on 100K by 30. But um, not just for having money, but there's like a bit of a background story to it. I'll explain a bit later on. Um, I would love to run a, run a marathon someday. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, in the next year or two. Um, maybe write a short book at some point in my life, but I still have to figure out what it would be about. So maybe not for another like five, ten years. Um, yeah, I think those three are the main long-term goals. That is very interesting that you should say that. I was doing a little bit of research myself. So this is like based out of the Americans, all the Americans they have a bucket list. So we've got like 41%. Like these are the categories of the bucket list that like the most the most people have on their bucket list, right? 41% it's something to do with health or losing weight. Then 35% traveling to an exotic location. About 29% is wealth, something related to wealth. So obviously you mentioned the 100K goal. And then you got natural wonder, owning your own home and changing someone's life for the better. The thing with the bucket list is it seems as though everyone has certain key elements and they're they're pretty much common throughout. But then it changes based on how old you get as well. So like, you know, you yeah, notice the priorities change. For example, in the age group, like the, the, the boomers, there's not a lot of them whose goal is to own a house because they already have. And the thing with the bucket list and just goals in general, it's important to sort of change and they evolve as you grow. I feel like for me anyway, the stuff that I wanted to achieve when I was a kid, a little bit different, a <laughs> little bit different to how it is right now. But yeah, a little so, unrealistic. Exactly, exactly. Being an astronaut and a firefighter. <laughs> Things have changed. Things have changed. Priorities have changed. They've shifted. But yeah, Peter, what about you? Me, I mean, I guess it's all the similar things as well. So people talk about money. Um, 100K. 100K. I mean, by 30, it would be cool. But I don't know. I feel about being a millionaire sometimes. And um, in terms of like less big, big things, well, a big thing but this is kind of random but i want to open up a restaurant 
<laughs> absolutely nothing to do with my career path. But um, yeah, it's because my parents obviously love Vietnamese, so have a lot of good Vietnamese food and whatnot. And um, they they always love cooking food and stuff. And so I wanted to kind of showcase my um, community community and like my I guess background as a, as a restaurant and uh, Vietnamese restaurants are on the rise right now as well. So who knows? Maybe that wouldn't is what's going to make me a millionaire. So we'll see. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I have a lot of stuff, but I don't think about it a lot until I guess I talk about it now. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to put too much pressure on it as well. And like in terms yeah. of the wealth, on a millionaire, I feel like that's it's just like it's a common it's a common goal, especially like amongst like our generation. Everyone's just like, oh yeah, millionaire, millionaire. But I like I like your shooting because you said 100k by 30. I know, I know that's like still like really ambitious. But I feel like a lot of people don't understand like what it takes as well. Like millionaire status, it takes like years and years and years and years and years to build. But having like the patience when it comes to like achieving your goals, at least having them in your mind, and then you can like slowly work towards it. But I'm curious. So how have you sort of like if you, if you put anything in place to try and like get yourself towards that goal? Yeah, so for me, it was, I feel like our generation is obviously very about starting your own business and doing all that. And I think I just don't really have that creative mindset right now to do that sort of thing. So in my eyes, my best way of financial, of getting to financial freedom is through my career. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously I got my graduate job um, at Congrats, Coleman. congrats. Thank you, thank you. So that's the first big step, really. Um, and then just working myself where from there or I don't know just seeing where the wind takes me but I think obviously I'd, I'd love to be a millionaire if that comes my way too I'll take it but it's just having the financial freedom and if if that like 100k to me right now is that is enough to sustain a living that I'd want to sustain and obviously by 30 it's probably not going to be enough for in London at least but um yeah I think Grad job is the way to go first for me. And then we'll just see see if I get any more creative and I can start a business, then great. But mm-hmm. I just have to be realistic. It's just not me right now. Yeah, it's a tough one. It's a, it's a, it's a long entrepreneurship. Long, and um exactly, yeah. So this 100k, are you saying this is uh in cash or is it like net worth? No, Sorry. no, salary-wise, just minimum 100 Salary-wise, okay. Okay, yeah. okay. okay. Yeah. That makes more sense. Um, yeah. So just minimum by then. Not not to make hundred K by then. Hundred K annually. Yeah. Um I think you'll do that very yeah. soon. Uh, let's hope. Let's hope, Peter. Speaking to the by we should make, reduce that goal down a bit, like maybe by 25, 20 who knows? 24, 24. We'll, we'll recap ambitious. this in <laughs> like three years, four years, and I'll give yeah, you an yeah. update. Uh, we'll be there, we'll be there. Yeah, yeah, like it's in, it's interesting thing. Stuff. Like how I'm thinking as well, you're talking about the create being creative. And it's just like the idea of owning a business, obviously PC you've mentioned as well. Um that like you want you might want to open a restaurant, like make a million. That might be how you make your million. But literally having that creative idea and like actually implementing it two completely different things. I, I always thought 
I don't know how people find the inspiration. Like, is it they're just like they find a problem in the world. So it's like, yes, I've got the tools to solve this. And then like actually, you know, being able to materialize the idea into a proper business. Like yeah, I agree. Said, I think if if so, you gave me a plan and you gave me the mm-hmm. steps, I could follow it. I could I could do the implementation part. I cannot do the coming up with the the idea. Just like maybe that's because I've not come across a problem that I felt a big need to solve or develop. Um, but obviously our generation is just so smart and just got so much going for themselves. And sometimes I think like I need to be doing something like that. But oh. yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, what you what you think about that in terms of there's so much? I would say there's so much much pressure, but it's kind of pressure that we put on ourselves as well to achieve so much just because um, I guess in the day and age that we live in, we have so much information, right? Um, that if we don't achieve, I guess, greatness, it's kind of a, it's kind of a letdown in a way. Um, but I guess like, th- does that get to you guys in a way where you're thinking, what, uh, what should I be doing more? Cause I know it gets to me sometimes I'm like, Hmm, by now I should be, I should be famous. I should be rich with it. Cause it's like, 16 year olds 18 year olds who are already there with like their 12 mansions obviously it's like the one percent of people but sometimes that's what i think about yeah oh, definitely it's like everyone like i said there's so much information you can always see like the successful people it's literally bombarded with people being successful and like the highlights just like through social media and stuff but Yes, I think it's created this image that it's easy. Like everyone kind of believes it's like, oh, okay, you know what? Yeah, I'll do a little bit of work here and there. And I'll get there. But it's so much more difficult than that, one. And then two, we're talking about like, you know, top 1% here. Yeah. That, that clearly means that the majority of people are not going to necessarily reach that. So I think there's such a divide between like what people think like they're going to be able to achieve. Like if everyone thinks they're going to be in the top one percent, right? Listen, I'm no professor of maths, but it's just not going to work out. I don't think that everybody can be in the top one percent. So there's, there's probably going to have to be like a little bit of a shift. I think a lot of people might have a certain like reality check like in the next few years, yeah. and I think that's okay. Like it's not everyone that needs to be, you know, a millionaire. It's not everyone like. That has to say, oh no, I'm not doing this nine to five. I'm not gonna do it. Like obviously, Shruti, you literally mentioned like for you, like the career, like, that's the priority right now. And like later on, if things happen, then you know you can sit, you can pick up, you can drop the nine to five. The side hustle can become the main hustle. But yeah, I think you're probably gonna have to reset, reshape the strategies, thoughts about future. I think I'm kind of I think the same way. Like I'm I'm split two ways. One part of me is saying. I have to have a full-time job. I have to have a side hustle. I have to be the healthiest I can be. I have to have the best social life. And the other part of me is like, it's scary and sad how everyone just feels a need to make it by like 25 years old. But that is literally Mm. like just over a quarter of our lives. Like we don't need Mm. to have everything figured out. And the whole point of us living for like 70, 80 years is that we have all that time to figure it out. And I think it's, it's, I don't know. I think sometimes it just living with that, like out of your means makes it more stressful for our generation. Like, you know, always being on trends and stuff like that. I think that's a lot mm-hmm. of the reason why people want business and, you know, to be on social media um, 
but yeah there's like a scary side to it but also side that I feel like I should be involved in it mm. yeah exactly I, I feel like it's a type of um it's a way you choose to take it like for me um I I guess well I, I used to be quite affected by it saying oh why why am I not like that but instead I I guess I take it as inspiration instead like um you know if they can do it then it's good I, I should study what they do to see how to to get there in a way and uh because I think with the amount of resources these days like anyone can make it obviously you need to work hard um but yeah don't don't put too much pressure on yourself so long as you know you're sort of in the right direction for what you're trying to do that's what I tell myself anyway and yeah it's interesting because I guess we're at like the type of age where in the next two three years like our lives from today to the next two three years is going to be very different right if, if we talk to each other in three years time it's going to be like I don't know what I'm going to be you guys will be doing something completely different to what you're doing now and then yeah all that it's like that's why I tell myself now like now is the time to just do so many different things as much as possible explore because works out of the time now so yeah yeah I think like right now this is at least what my mentality is and I think I'll be better equipped to achieve my goals later on in life if right now I'm just experiencing as much as possible I feel like you know if you just you're just like oh you know I'm gonna I'm gonna do this one thing and that's gonna I'm gonna focus all my effort and energy into it you're gonna be like you might become like a very good specialist but you're going to be lacking that range that you know when you're put in a different environment you might not be able to cope so like right now i think the goal is okay i'm going to assess all my options and like i'll try and i'll try and do what i can like i'll try and pick the best things for me to do and then i'll probably be the best way to set up for success like you said before you know right now we're at a stage i think we're, we're all at uni now so like in two three years time like you said, life's going to be very different. But if I look back two, three years ago, again, like my mentality, like, uh, I don't even want to think about freshers. I don't want to think about freshers, Oli. It was not making sense. It was not making sense. But your priorities are just going to continue to change. And if I was like, okay, my goal at the start of freshers was I want, I want to be, I don't know, I might want to be a lawyer, for example, and that's the only thing that matters. In fact, I'm going to use a personal example. I was like, I can only, I can only look at engineering roles. I can only look at engineering roles. That's why I've studied engineering. That's what I'm going to do. And then it got to final year. And I was like, there's so many other things that I could do. And I was just narrowing myself down. Look, like the skills that you pick up, I picked up like a, a broad range. Like I'm not just, I'm not only just in the technical skills, like, you know, there's problem solving. Like that's, it's, a broad, it's a broad thing and you can apply it to so many different things. And now I'm realizing there's no point in limiting myself. You might as well like, you know, try new things, do things that, you know, you might not feel like you're necessarily fully qualified for, but like later on down the line, that's going to benefit you, I think. Just trying new things, trying different things, going out of your comfort zone. Yeah, we can afford to take risks now rather than later. Like now is the time that if we fall back a little bit, there are still people to help us. Well, it's very mm-hmm. easy to get, to get back up onto our feet rather than when we have actual responsibilities. Yeah, responsibilities. Yeah. It's around the corner. It's, it's scary, around the buddy. corner. <laughs> it is, but you just got to take the plunge at one point. Yeah, it's like, just like, as you said as well, like now's the time to do as much as possible. And um, 
yeah, even so, I guess when you're 18 and, and you choose your major degree, you think, oh, you know, this is the only thing I'm going to do. But then even for me, like in lockdown, that's when I was like, oh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that I can do. And then all these YouTube videos just came up about all these different career paths and, and stuff. And then that's how that's how I taught myself loads of different things, especially because I was working remotely. Um, yeah, but it's such a weird thing to, to think about because in, in not even not even two years like well less than 12 months so we're all gonna well, i don't know about you ollie but obviously me sure you're gonna be graduating um you've already graduated once so yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be weird but yeah it's gonna be that's huh i just said two degrees hotter yeah, <laughs> well, I, like, I like that. I like that. I like that. Very, very nice. Very, very well done. But yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm not sure if you guys knew this. I feel like it makes sense in my head, right? So this is back to bucket lists, right? It used to only be people that were like facing imminent death that would create a bucket list and then make a list of things they wanted to do before they die. But now it's gone to the point where it's just like I don't know. It's kind of. It's found its way into to pop culture. Everyone, everyone wants to like make a bucket list. And you know what? I don't even think I don't even think we gave the definition properly, just in case for the people that, that don't know that you've made it this far. So by definition, a bucket list is a number of experiences or achievements that a person hopes to have accomplished during their lifetime. So in terms of goals. How do you how do you like sort of set them? Is it is it just like a, a yes or no thing? Is just like oh, I want to go there. I want to do this, or is it a bit more specific for you guys? Um, for me, oh, uh, okay. Well, yeah, I was just gonna say for for me, it's like I base everything off of what my own definition of success is. I guess for everyone, it's different, right? And what you view success as for me. It's being able to live comfortably without having to worry about money. So, you know, we talk about financial freedom. I guess that's what that is. But then also doing things in life that literally just satisfy me and satisfy my soul, um, whilst also helping other people as well. But that's my that's my definition of success. Like being able to live comfortably and being able to help others do what they want and live comfortably too. So like when I set my goals, it's like I, I come back to that. I think about how much is um that goal contributing to that mindset of is this gonna help me live comfortably? Is this gonna satisfy my soul? Is this gonna help other people? That's how I see it. I love how simple that definition is, but it's actually mm-hmm. got so much within it. Like the amount you yeah. would have to complete to satisfy each goal is is actually yeah. quite a lot. I think for me, for goals. Career is the only thing that I kind of plan long term and I always think a year ahead. So that's mm-hmm. my long term for a year. But then stuff like health, family, that's just an ongoing thing, I think, because you you can't really just start caring all about your health one day or like caring about your family one day. But that's just an ongoing effort that you have to make. Um, and more than a goal, it's more just like discipline with those sort of things. Um, like you can't really have motivation for that goal. Like you just have to do it. Um, so yeah, it depends on what what kind of life aspect we're talking about, and that that changes depending on how I look at it. Yeah, I think obviously you mentioned like at the end uh, the three points as well. It's helping other people 
get more comfortable as well. I tell you, I just want to put it out there. Like, to what extent, like, when you are thinking about your goals, because you have some stuff that literally is just, just, it's just you. But at least for me, though, in my life, I've realized, you know, you can't, you just can't do it alone. Like, you need other people around you. So, would you say like collaboration plays like quite a key role, like? Not just in the goals that you set in terms of like what you want to do, but like I guess the implementation, like the execution of those goals. Do you often, you know, look to other people like say, okay, us two we can build together, or we can like maybe I'm not I don't have all the the skills or the the resources necessary for me to achieve this goal, but you know, looking out to other people, like have you found that to be quite useful in your lives? And is that part of your plans as well? For me, um, I think every friendship or partnership or relationship is selfish in a way because that's what brings you happiness and that's how you... Like, everyone has a purpose for each other. I have different friends for different things, some mm-hmm. that study better than others, so I, I go work with them, or some that I have a bigger laugh with. And I, it's the same with everyone. You know the purpose of each friend, it doesn't mean you love them any less, but it just means they bring a different meaning to your life. So mm-hmm. I definitely think you need the right people and the right balance of people um, to to get to where you want to be. And it is it is selfish, but everyone's also doing the same thing. So in a way, it's still kind of a community thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you, it's definitely not a lonesome thing. Um, yeah, I think it works better when you have people that have the same mindset as you. Pizza. yeah it's the same thing I mean that, that's something that I kind of strive to have especially once I finish uni because I think it's so easy to um, meet a lot of inspirational people right now since you're in a bubble where everyone's hustling everyone's got their own goals that they're striving for but I guess like when you're out um, in the in the real world um, you know people are busy just working on their own job and like a lot more responsibilities. And, and so you really have to go out of your way to uh, find these sorts of people. Um, but yeah, like it, it's important because the only reason why I think that I've gone to where I am now is it's mostly due to other people. You know, I can say, yeah, I've, I've worked hard for other stuff, but it's because of their words and their lessons. You know, there's a lot of things that I've taken from very simple conversations, but they stuck with me. Um, and yeah, I still think about them when I do the things that I do now. So, yeah, this is really, really important to set up a network that supports you and your goals. Yeah, and like I don't know about I don't know if you guys can relate. But when I was younger, you know, if you ask the question like oh, who inspires you, I'd usually like maybe a football player, like a celebrity, someone like you know famous would come to mind, but. As I've gotten a bit older, and like particularly for uni, I'd say like second year is when it really started. It was like I'd look at my my group of friends, and like they're the people that are literally inspiring me. Like someone would be, someone would just like be, you know, maybe it's like their self discipline. Like this guy is just dedicated. Like if he wants to achieve something, just just go and do it. And I'm like, wow, that's like a really good quality. Like, I'll take that on board. I feel like, yeah, like w- when it comes to collaboration and inspiration i'm starting to like look more at the people who are already around me rather than 
you know, someone who's just like so external, like so far out that I can't really learn from them, one. And two, I'm not really even sure what they're really like. There's, it's just like a, I don't know, it's like a, I'm imagining a version of them. And like that's, that's what's inspiring. But yeah, now, I think it's just great that you can, you know, you're building a, net, a network, like you said, Shruti, you know, you've got different friends that you go to for different things. And like, you learn from each other. It's just, oh, that's a wonderful thing. Like friendship, just having people that you can like, depend on, people that you can support, and like to go through and achieve your goals and grow together. And as you grow up and you go through, sorry, as you grow up and you go through like harder stuff and I don't know, you just obviously go through a lot of stuff that you need your friends to support you with. You kind of realise who knows how to handle stuff in the best way. You don't mm-hmm. just want that emotional support. You need the logical support and the professional support. Um, and you just realise that who who is, who is the best at handling this type of situation. And I think that, that makes such a big difference. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Nothing is impossible with the power of friendship. So uh, that's sort of the Disney films talk about in it. So so yeah. No. Yeah, <laughs> no, 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 obviously no, I've born alone, die alone. Yeah, exactly. I've never been a fan of that. Like, I've friends. never been a fan. No one was born alone, like your mum was right there. Hustle, hustle culture is just like that stuff. But yeah, yeah, people are there for you. you know? And even so, that's that's why um, I guess it's one of my biggest goals as well is to obviously help myself first. But I want to see all my friends winning or help them as much as possible to win because I, I owe it to them. Because, yeah, they're the only reason why I'm where I am now, or at least that's the mindset that I have. And so if there's anything that I can do if I can help myself to help them, that's um that would be amazing yeah nice. uh, just uh yeah oh yeah i just want to say it's been real no not yeah. virtually all not i want actually real <laughs> <laughs> all i want is is good vibes for everyone my, my people that's uh i guess that's my ultimate goal you know Right, good energy only. Good energy, comfort, blessings, success, more life, wow. everything. Wow, wow, wow. Amen. Oh yeah, more money. I think we're gonna we're gonna leave it there. But it's been wonderful having you on, Shruti. Thanks for the insight. Thank the you inspiration. very much for having me. <laughs> it's been good. No worries. No worries. But yeah, anyway, peace. We'll catch you next, next time. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Wonderful. Thanks for listening to the GTM podcast. You can catch more episodes on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more, where we try to build our lives one step at a time.